You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Tigers in 20, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast. Your one-stop shop for all things University of Memphis Tigers athletics. Here are your hosts, founder of Go Tigers 247, Brooks Hansen, and lead writer for Go Tigers 247, Christian Fowler. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Christian Fowler. Psych, I am Brooks Hansen. I am here behind the mic. I'm your host this week, uh, as if I needed any sort of uh, boost. Uh, Christian is out of town. He's in Florida. He took my place. I left the beach, came back home. He is there this week, so I am running the show, which is kind of scary. Here beside me, I've got our digital content producer, Kenny Stubblefield, the man, the myth, the legend. What's up, Kenny? Yo, yo. What's up, guys? Well, and then and then we've got a surprise to start the show this week. We have remote from the beach, Christian Fowler. What's up, Christian? What's up, guys? This is How weird. This is this is very weird. Do you feel like you're on a radio show right now? I definitely feel like I'm on a radio show. <laughs> this is this is not what I'm used to. We have done uh, what this is like our 68th episode, and I've hosted everyone, so this is a little different. Well, Christian, we had to bring you in because this week has been crazy. Um, so last week was pretty crazy for Tiger basketball. Brooks was out of town, so Christian and I were both kind of scrambling, going, "We don't know what to do." And so every once in a while, Brooks would step in and and uh, as much as he could with having two kids run around a beach house for a week, step in and give us some direction. Um, and then this week has just gone a little bit nutty with Tiger football recruiting. So, yeah, man, help us out. Help us figure out what's going on. So, I mean, I, this is – I don't know if this is what people expected when Ron Silverfield got hired as head coach. Everyone wanted this hire. Everyone knew this was the best hire for Memphis. But I really don't think people expected the recruiting to go this crazy this quickly. Uh, you look what he did with the end of the 2020 class and being able to keep pretty much everyone on board – and now we're in 2021. Memphis now has a top 40 class, which is pretty unprecedented, especially at this point in the year. Uh, and then today, which we are recording this on Wednesday. So Wednesday was a great day for Memphis. Uh, they were able to get a, uh, a, a 2020 class of 2020 flip uh, from a former LSU commit and then also get now their currently highest rated commit in J.P. Martin. So really the last week, week and a half has been crazy. Uh, and then Wednesday was a huge day. So the recruiting is off the charts right now. And, and really all we can do is sit back and, and give props to Silverfield and the staff for what they've been doing. Well, Christian, by the time this thing drops, there's going to be more big news. So let's go ahead and spill the beans in this podcast. What's the news that's dropping on Thursday after, I mean, before this podcast actually gets released? So Memphis, like I mentioned earlier, got their highest rated commit today in J.P. Martin. And on Thursday, three-star, borderline four-star, John Arrett, which is a Louisiana linebacker, Andrew Jones will be committing to Memphis, which is an absolutely massive get. As I mentioned, he's borderline four-star in the the top 247 rankings. He's top 160. I believe he's actually 160th overall. So it's a massive get. This is a guy that, you know, has offers from Florida State and Georgia. And those are legit offers. Those aren't like they offered him when he was a, a freshman or a sophomore. Those are recent offers. They want him. They would take him today if he committed there. So you've got Ryan Silverfield beating out, you know, Georgia, Florida State, and multiple other Power Five for programs for a player 
just because they've been able to sell the, sell him on the program. So it's it's huge. It's massive news. And, and like I said, this class just keeps getting better and better as the days go on. Don't sell Andrew Jones short, Christian. He's 159. He bumped up a spot with the newest release, and he's also a four-star in the top 247. Uh, and I believe, I may be mistaken, but I believe he will end up being Memphis's highest-ranked recruit of all time. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, he's he, yeah, he certainly could be. Uh, I think I think it's it's a great possibility if he stays there in the rankings that he is. Um, and and like I said, all we can do is sit back and just marvel at what this staff is doing. Uh, he's some, I, I talked to him on Wednesday and uh, spoke to him about the difference between going to a, a G5 school and a Power 5 school, and really it didn't worry him at all. He wasn't scared at all. He said some people will just automatically get drawn into Power 5 schools, but it's not really him. Uh, he wants to go somewhere where he knows he can make an impact on that school. And I, I don't think he's the type of guy that thinks he would get lost if he went to a Georgia or Florida State and, and never see the field, but he wants to be a guy to help change a program, and he wants to be a guy – uh, that helps move this football program in Ryan Silverfield's direction and, and kind of accomplish that vision that Coach Silverfield is going for. So uh, it, it takes a few of those guys. You know, you don't get to the level that Memphis has without a few of those guys saying, you know what, I'm going to go choose Memphis over over a Power 5 program, and that's exactly what Andrew Jones is doing. Well, Christian, I got a question for you, man. Were you as surprised by this Cameron Jackson flip today as everybody else on Twitter was? Yeah, uh, yeah. I actually, I was, I was very surprised. I was at the beach and I was waiting for the J.P. Martin stuff. I had an alarm set on my phone. I was ready to go. I was monitoring the time. I was getting ready. Uh, and I, I get on my phone about one thirty. You know, I was giving myself twenty or thirty minutes just to make sure I had everything on, everything ready to go. And my phone is completely blown up. But you know, you guys in our group text, a couple of other people texted me Twitter, and I was like, what is going on? And I see that news, and I was like, oh, my goodness. And I and I look, and I actually had a text about five or ten minutes before uh, giving me a heads up, but obviously it wasn't on my phone at the time. So even if I would have been on my phone and read that text, I still would have been shocked. It wasn't anything that I was expecting. Um, it's really a scenario where, you know, it got lost in the shuffle is probably not the best term, uh, but a guy that, that LSU was trying to funnel into JUCO – let him go play JUCO for a semester and then bring him in in January. And, uh, you know, Memphis's, Memphis's guys ended up running across it, uh, checking in with his with his people, and, and they really didn't want to go JUCO. He didn't really want to go play JUCO ball, so he chose to come to Memphis. So it's a big win for that staff. Uh, you know, it, it helps that 2020 class gives you a guy that if he uh, can come in and can really play either side of the ball, can play on the defensive line, and can play offensive line, uh, and and a very high rate of recruit, so it was surprising. But once again, it's a it's a major get for Memphis. Do you know what kind of a player Cameron Jackson is? Uh, yeah, no, I did. I watched a little film on him after the fact, and uh, he's quick, he's agile, he can move, especially for how big he is. Uh, which is why I think you know he can switch over on the other side of the ball and ultimately be an offensive lineman. Uh, which you, when you watch his quick twitch movements, his athleticism, uh, he is a defensive. I believe he's listed as a defensive tackle, but I think he could be somebody that ends up on the offensive line, maybe playing one of those tackle spots. But I, I really feel like Memphis gets him a shot on both sides of the ball. Wherever he fits best, he sticks. But uh, for my best bet right now, I say he ends up as an offensive tackle. Just because of his athleticism, his ability to move uh, at that size is too hard to pass up on on the offensive line. He's somebody who could be a high draft pick one day at that, at that position if he comes along. Well, Christian, 
you got a house full of people waiting on you. You're at the beach. You're supposed to be enjoying yourself. I know this is a lot of fun for you. So I have one more question. We're going to turn you loose. Where do we go from here? What's next? What's the vision for the rest of this class? I mean, I, I know we've talked about it up to, you know, somewhere around 25, even more, depending upon how things shake out with the roster signees in this class. What's what's the big picture here? Yeah, so like you just mentioned, 25, I think, is, is pretty much the minimum at this point that they're going to take. And I think we could see them get up around to 27 or 28 if they really do have that many guys that want to get on board. And as of right now, they do. There's that many guys that they're after that they are either number one or number two for. So there's plenty of names still out there to watch. I don't want to drop too many. Uh, Raheem Roberts is a top priority. That's that's supposed to be announced on the 4th of July that they're very up there with. Uh, and there's multiple other guys. Like I said, don't want to give too much away. Uh, but when you look at as far as, you know, size of the ball and position-wise, you got your run, one running back in J.P. Martin now. Uh, they could take another one if it looks like Kenny Gainwell is going to head to the draft. Uh, receivers, they're going to take a couple more there. They already have one. Uh, going to take a couple more. Going to take up to three at that position. I think you'll see maybe another piece or two added on the offensive line. You see what they've done with the defense so far, which might make people think that they're close to done or almost done with the defense. And I still think there are at least four to seven guys on the defensive side of the ball that could pop within the next month or so. So, you know, it's it's really based on the defensive class. This is a very defense-heavy class, especially after last year. So expect a lot more defensive guys at all three levels. I don't really think they're, they're cherry-picking certain positions right now. They're trying to find versatile guys that can play all over the field. Uh, if you look at any of the defensive backs that have committed that I've talked to, they said they can play nickel, outside, or safety. Most of the uh, the linebackers that I talked to can play inside or outside, and most of the, most of the defensive linemen. If it's a defensive end, they can play DN or outside linebacker. So they're going for complete position versatility. Uh, they want to be dangerous and fast and have the best players on the field at every spot, um, and that's that's really what they're going for in this class. So it's not going to be necessarily a two offensive heavy class. This is going to be defense, but they're going to be able to kind of fine pick those offensive pieces and say this is the this is the perfect piece. You know, we have two or three guys that want this spot but he fits the best, so he's he's the guy we're going to take. So that's that's what we'll see from here on out, more defense and then more being able to be picky on offense and, and pick up the perfect pieces. Great stuff, Christian. Appreciate you taking the time to call in, educate everyone, and I mean everyone, on University of Memphis's football recruiting efforts. Uh, you are the best at this stuff. Uh, I I would have completely felt inadequate fill in your shoes if if you had not called in 100%. So appreciate it. Get back to having a blast at the beach. All right, guys. Y'all go kill the rest of this episode. All right, y'all. We're going to take a quick break, hear from our sponsors, and we'll see you on the other side. Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back to the show. Um, Man, I did it last week, and I'm going to do it again. I'm just going to lift a prayer up to the football gods um, and say, please give us football this year. <laughs> we were we were texting today. Uh, this is me telling on our group text. We were texting in the middle of all the stuff going down with recruiting and talking about what's on the horizon. And the only response is like, damn, I'm ready for some football. Like, man, so ready. It is going to be an amazing year. And I mean, I just hope. I hope that it happens. And I mean, I, th- I think you saw the University of Memphis put out a statement today saying, uh, I think it was in response to the Southern Heritage Classic uh, canceling the game this year, which is devastating because that's an awesome event every year in the city. Uh, but they responded to it and said that, you know, they were sticking in, in, in uh, you know, in contact with all the local health officials and that they're abiding by all the, you know, things that the the health officials are saying needs to be done. Um, and right now they're saying there's going to be football. So I just, we're just still going to lift up prayers to the football gods that that happens. Cause um, man, I, um, it was so funny during in our, and give up our, our text thread again. Um, but there was at one point Brooks today on the go tigers, two, four, seven Twitter, that you you were the one typing this out today. You were the one on the Twitter account today because Christian is out of town. And you typed in, you said, um, Cameron Jackson flips from LSU to Memphis or something along that line. And I texted the whole group and I was like, have we ever from Go Tigers 247 tweeted out a line that says, in a matter of a football way, that LSU, an LSU commit flips over to Memphis? And... Brooks, you actually surprised me with your answer. What was your answer? I'm flexing right now. DeMonte Coxie flipped just a few years ago. <laughs> yes, and I, I was impressed, dude. Immediately. Christian's our, Christian's our football guy, right? <laughs> I was impressed. <laughs> you were quick on the trigger. It was good. All right, well, hey, so we can't top any of that. Like the What Ryan Silverfield and his staff are doing right now is crazy. We we can't top it. Basketball probably ain't gonna top it. Uh, but there's been a few things that we can talk about. What we're gonna try to do is we got about six seven minutes left to try to hit our mark. We're gonna try our best to end at twenty minutes tonight and live up to the name of the show. So first thing, Andrew Nimhard, uh, he's cut his list to six, down to Memphis, Gonzaga, Duke some other schools that don't really matter because it's really those three. Um, Memphis is in there. I don't think anybody who is involved in that final six knows where Andrew Nimhard is going yet. Um, but Memphis is definitely making a pitch for him, uh, especially given, yes, he will try to get a waiver. But the most likely scenario is that he will end up sitting out, you know, one year, to play the following year. And Memphis has a pitch to say like, Hey, we need a point guard in 2021. And that, that alleviates all the problems for them. Um, so 
you know, we'll find out on Monday. That's when he's supposed to announce. It's possible that he might do it before. Um, but as of right now, Monday looks most likely. What's the story? What do you think What's about the story on Andrew Nimhart? Former five-star, top 25 kid, committed to Florida. Um, r- really good. I mean, his numbers at Florida were good. He averaged 12 and 6 assists a game uh, as a sophomore in the SEC. Um, did not feel like he developed like he thought he should have and did not feel like his draft stock was as high as it should have been after his sophomore year under Mike White. So he left. And, you know, in today's transfer world, it's, you know, it's it's the norm. When you're not happy with how you're being developed, with how you're being used, um, then you leave. So we'll see. Uh, it will be just a few days from now when we find out. Uh, the other thing that is kind of pending right now is the NCAA has proposed some new legislation that will actually give four weekends, two or three day periods uh, in August and September for coaches to go on the road. And I bring this up because it could have some bearing on where Memphis goes with with their hire. So the NCAA proposal is April, I mean, August and September, it's four weekends, but they restrict it to two coaches on the road instead of three. That's a big deal. You know, especially given that you have been restricted already, you've lost days because of Corona and everything. You you lost April, you lost the summer evaluation period. Well, now you're looking at a situation where you've lost days and now you're losing an entire assistant on the road. Memphis is actually missing an assistant right now in Mike Miller. So what are they in the middle of doing? Interviewing candidates for this job. If Penny Hardaway wanted to, theoretically, he could find his candidate. Yes, he could go ahead and get that done, but he could wait to officially make that hire, to officially announce it, to officially put it through the state of Tennessee, the Memphis Board of Regents, all of that good stuff. He could wait to do that, allow that individual, if they're not currently employed by a Division I school, they can go ahead and go out on the road and recruit. They're not restricted. They can do that now. So if there's a candidate today who is a, let's just say a finalist, he can be out there pitching Memphis right now. And it's completely legal. For example, there's a camp coming up in Estes, Florida, that each one teach one is, you know, Steve Reese and each one teach one is putting on. It's a combine tournament kind of thing. Alabama Fusion is going to be down there. A bunch of other big name schools. I mean, uh, AAU programs. Who plays for Alabama Fusion, Brooks? JD Davis. Davis? Yeah. J.D. Davis. J.D. Davison. Yes. Yes. Uh, J.D. Davison. So yes. it, if, for example, there were a candidate that were a viable candidate and was you know, you know free to do what he wanted, he could go down there and work that camp. He could actually train some of the players that Memphis is recruiting. That That's an option. And, and that's something – the reason why I bring that up is – don't expect Penny Hardaway to make a hire 
this week or next week. He's going to take his time. He's going to go through the process. If you know anything about the process and watched our coverage of it last summer when Sam Mitchell left, that process took a while. And the eventual hire of Cody Toppert from the Phoenix Suns, it took a while, and he was actually kind of a random last-minute candidate that popped up out of nowhere. And it all started with one recommendation and one phone call from Penny Hardaway to Cody Toppert. Penny Hardaway went to him. This was in our interview. He went to him and said, would you be interested in the job? So right now, Penny's going through the process of interviewing different coaches that have come to him. And then Penny's going to go through the process of also saying, like, who am I interested in? So it's going to take some time, sit back, take a deep breath, pay attention to the VIP boards. We'll make sure you got the latest. Kenny, is there anything else going on? We have 30 seconds, Brooks. DJ Carton, Marquette, immediate transfer waiver was approved today. What does this mean for Tigers, the Tiger basketball Nothing. program? Nothing. It's the NCAA. You know, the, the logic with the NCAA, I just posted an update in VIP on the latest with the, VIP, uh, with the uh, immediate eligibility waivers for Landers, Nolly, and DeAndre Williams. So if you're listening to this and you're not subscribed – You've got um, a chance to go over and subscribe. The the deal that we were just running two months for the price of a dollar just ended last night, but we got a special going on. Go over, check it out, sign up, and go see that update. If you are already VIP, you already know what's up. So, Kenny, we're at 20 minutes, man. We got anything we're else? We're at 20 minutes and 17 seconds, baby. I feel yeah. like the micro machine from back in the 80s and 90s. <laughs> exactly. Let's talk it very fast. Yes, you're the you're the guy that's doing the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, good info. Um, Christian, we miss you. Come back safely. Football gods, give us football. NCAA, stop being You just dropped the curse word. You're going to have to bleep that out yourself. I'm going to bleep that you're out. You're going to bleep yourself. All right, y'all. Uh, just remember, Musa Cisse, like you would forget, he's on the horizon just remember, it's going to take a little bit of time. We posted an update about that, and you can go check it out on VIP. Um, but take a deep breath, sit back, relax, and you will know when we know. So, Kenny, you got anything else? I'm good, brother. I got nothing else. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to Tigers in 20. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love for you to leave a comment and a rating wherever you download your podcasts. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis athletic program, please hop over to www.gotigers247.com. Articles are uploaded daily, and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for the VIP membership for even more behind-the-scenes information. 